morning, Bucknutters. It is Friday, June 18th, 2021. Happy Sweet 16 to my daughter, Emma. We have a special show for you today. We are joined by Mark Porter, our newest addition to the staff, and he's going to take you back in time as we reveal a new feature we have at Bucknuts, Bucknuts Video Vault. Mark has tons of video of Buckeyes as high school stars that we're going to offer up, and that is going to be something we deal with after the break. But first, let's welcome him in. Mark, how goes it? Goes great. We're in the middle of uh, camp season right now. I'm, I'm on the road every day, and uh, I'm seeing more prospects than I can handle, which is the way I like it. If you need to know about gas mileage in Ohio, mark your guy at this time of year. First, let's talk about a guy who you've never driven to see, because that would be ridiculous, and that's JT Tuamolau. Possibly the most bandied about visit ever discussed has already started. He is in town. You did an evaluation of him all the way back on November the 3rd. That lets you know how long this has been going on. It was a growing evaluation. He's the number one player in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. You broke his video down and felt similar. When you do hundreds and hundreds of videos a year, very few of them stick in your mind, but I think I can remember one of my comments being, he looks like a giant uh, grizzly bear who got loose in a daycare academy, and he's knocking over high school kids like bowling pins. Uh, one of the most de- uh, dominating players I've seen, whether it's offense or defense, um, he has unbelievable, I mean, unbelievable athletic ability for his size. He runs around almost like a running back with defensive tackle size. Um Anything you could ask him to do from the defensive line spot, he can do it, whether it's play inside or outside. Um, does all the things inside and outside you want. He uses his hands. He pass rushes. He anchors versus the run. Um, he locks people out and sheds them. He can two-gap. Um, he really is the premier player in the country right now, and he has NFL written all over him, which is exactly why the Buckeyes love him. So I think a lot of people thought during the recruitment that he was going to play defensive tackle. Apparently, he wants to play defensive end. You did allude to that there. You think he can do either with uh, plenty of skill? He can do whatever he wants. He, he could date my wife if he wanted to. That's how <laughs> good he He really has that type of explosion off the edge. And it might not be your typical edge rusher where he's going to explode around the end with speed every time but he has such a power setup and such an inside move that's so strong that he can rip or swim on people and get outside. I have a feeling that he could crush the pocket from the outside and cave it in. Um, He might be different out there, but whatever he wanted to do, if I'm the Buckeyes, I would let him do it. And you know what? He's earned the right to fail at that spot. That's how good he is inside. So if he wants to go out there and try it and fail, which I doubt is going to happen, he can do that. But, What's nice about him is when you have different packages, you know, that come in, whether it's a dime package or nickel package, he's going to stay on the field. He's going to be pass rushing all all four downs if he has to. Ohio State has put in a ton of time on this guy. Let's hope Larry Johnson and the crew can close it. It won't be closed this weekend. He's going to take all five visits, but 
We will have complete coverage of this. Anyone who's followed the site in the last few weeks knows Bill Curlick has a tent in the parking lot. You were all over the state. We addressed that. What I'd like you to do now is just kind of go down what camps you've been to. Give us the guys that have jumped out to you so far that Bucknutter should really be paying attention to. Okay, so camps I've been to. Obviously, uh, the Ohio State camp we spent a bunch of time at. But I have a lot of customers, and I like to go around and shake hands and, and meet all the customers. And a lot of these schools like Cincinnati do a great job of bringing in Ohio kids, which is part of the scouting Ohio business. So uh, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Toledo. Um, I'm headed to uh, Toledo again tonight for another Friday Night Lights. I've been to Akron. Uh, Youngstown State's mega camp was really the talk of the summer where they had uh, Minnesota head coach, Purdue head coach, uh, Indiana, Syracuse, and just about every head coach from the MAC. Uh, Luke Fickle was there from Cincinnati, uh, over 800 campers on four different fields. So Youngstown State really, and Doug Phillips put himself on the map. Uh, tomorrow I head to Pitt, Miami of Ohio Saturday. I'm trying to get the maybe West Virginia and uh, uh, Cincinnati again next week. But really, it never stops. I try to do a camp a day for at least uh, three weeks in this month. And obviously, that gives me a wide swath of players, whether it's out-of-state players that I see at Ohio State or in-state players that I've been following. And, you know, we can start talking about the in-state players, but there's a lot of names out there that I pick up. And, you know, it gives me my map to go scout kids during the season is what happens during June for me. Nobody can give you more context on these guys than Mark. That's kind of why I wanted him to explain that. There are people who talk about the camps and then there are people who are at the camps and Mark is hitting everywhere in the Midwest pretty much and elsewhere. Give me a few guys that you think you've seen. Obviously this will be more of the guys at the Ohio state camp because this just in Ohio state recruits the very, very top. When you were at those Ohio state camps, give me the guys that really jumped out to you in that setting. You know, I, I spent a little time on the national guys, but Bill Curlick, Hellwagon, and Patrick Murphy were over there with video and photos, so I didn't spend a lot of time. Um, but just the other day, the Abdul Carter linebacker stood out like a sore thumb. When you're watching him run around, he's so long. He's so uh, athletic. It's almost like he has the length to be a defensive end, but he runs around at linebacker. Um, A.J. Harris was another one. You got to see him work out with Kerry Combs a little bit there, uh, and I liked him. I liked some of the quarterbacks I saw earlier in the week uh, – one from Michigan, I think Bill Clark was talking about, I really liked. I thought he had a smooth delivery. And then uh, as you get into in-state guys, when I went to Cincinnati the day before, a lot of the linemen that worked out at Ohio State worked out the, at Cincinnati the day before. So I got a double dose of uh, the guys like A.J. Sally. The other linebacker working out that day was Sonny Styles, And uh, those two stood out like a sore thumb. They were definitely the most athletic players in the camp. Um very nice to see Sonny Styles working out. I, I haven't seen him since I saw him play. Uh, he did get a lot thicker, a lot stronger. It looks like for sure you could pencil him in at linebacker. There's no more of that. Maybe he stays in the, you know, secondary type thing. Um, the other player I liked was Will Charles Hartson, the, the running back from Maslin, uh, Washington. In person, uh, he looked small. He looked like a scat back. Uh, talked to Coach Moore. He's up to about 185, 190 pounds, which – was impressive and he looks a little thicker in the legs and waist. And the reason Ohio state's having him back on June 23rd, uh, he looked outstanding. I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio state offered him just based on the relationship with Maslin and him being one of the top players in Ohio for the class. Uh, I know it's early for that, but that's how good he looked versus some of the out of state running backs that day. Um, the players just never stopped coming through that Ohio state camp. And I know some of the names, 
uh, aren't for everybody. You know, like Tanner Lamaster was there, and he's had a lot of buzz about him this summer. He's the tight end from Washington Courthouse. Uh, I think he's uh, headed to offensive line. I don't know if he'll be good enough to play tight end at Ohio State. He just doesn't have quickness. Uh, but he looks like a, an old school Jake Ballard running around out there. And I know Kevin Wilson gave him a, a special look. You mentioned AJ Sally. Do you think he's on the way to an offer, the offensive lineman out of Miamisburg? I do not. Uh, I was surprised by Sally. I thought he was much lighter than I would have expected. It almost looked like he was going to make a run at defensive end. When I saw him at Cincinnati, he actually took reps at defensive end and offensive tackle. But I, I think he looked like 250 pounds. And I'll tell you the same thing I told the Ohio State coaches. Uh, he didn't look like much in person, but when he got down in his stance and he took his rep, he was as good as anybody there. And so that provides you a little bit of a conundrum is where the player doesn't look the way you want him to look like some of the other offensive linemen there, like the Isaac Clary kid and you know some of the bigger offensive linemen. But he moved and played as hard as anybody. So it's a matter of can he put on weight in college? Um, he does have one of the more outstanding game game tapes to watch, you know, game films and highlight films to watch. So it kind of leaves you in a conundrum of what are we going to do with a kid who's undersized who looks like a great player? Um, that's kind of where I left the field with him thinking, boy, I, I'm going to follow this, but I don't have this peg because it's just going to take one offensive line coach to say, you know what, I can get this kid at 280 pounds and, you know, they'll probably jump on him. But he did not look as big and as wide as you would hope to or would have liked to for an Ohio State player. That's just a taste of what Mark offers. We will add more from him as we go here, and he builds up his knowledge of both Ohio and the national scene. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and introduce our newest feature. All right, we are back. As promised, if you go to the front of the site right now, you can see it. Bucknuts Video Vault scouting Braxton Miller. What you will find on there is Mark's breakdown of Braxton Miller as a senior at Huber Heights, Wayne, and then also an exclusive breakdown of his high school scouting video. One of the things Mark brings to the table is, as mentioned, a video vault of future Buckeyes who competed in Ohio. Tell us a little bit about the first one on Braxton Miller and what we have to come. Yeah, I, I think uh, that my first day with Bucknuts was 2005 when they left Scout.com and, you know, went independent. And the first assignment I had was Brandon Sane in the state championship game that day, if you remember that. So my catalog of players I started to film started that day. Um, of course, I went back in my own Hall of Fame on my site and had guys like Beanie Wells on it and went back in the past a little bit to see some of the greats from Ohio State, but uh, Braxton Miller was like the, the marquee player that I scouted. I remember watching him as a freshman thinking, oh, go, oh my gosh, we have a freshman quarterback starting in Ohio for a major division one program in Wayne. And by the end of that year, the hype had started. And I think by his sophomore year, he had the full list of offers and, and the party was almost over. You know, everybody knew about him and he was unbelievable. Uh, there wasn't a game I saw where I didn't walk away impressed. And that all culminated in that state championship game in, uh, in the snow uh, against St. Ed's. And Braxton Miller was the show, of course, that, you know, you're waiting six games that weekend to finally see him play. And when he played, it was everything you were waiting for. He just ran into a really good St. Ed's team that day. But he accounted for all the touchdowns. He showed the explosion with his speed. He showed the, the firepower with his arm. And, of course, Buckeye fans were, were excited to get him and, you know, I don't think in Ohio, since I've seen Braxton Miller, we have not seen another quarterback like him or on his level since that day. 
And the irony of that is Cardell Jones was in his class, and we haven't seen a quarterback like Cardell Jones until maybe this year in Drew Aller, the Penn State commit. But Cardell was the big arm that year. He could knock you over with his arm and, you know, throw, you know, football through a battleship, as they say. But that's the same way Drew Aller looks this year. But it's been a long gap since 2011 where Ohio's produced a top-level Power 5-type quarterback. That's just a taste of what you get and what you have coming. Names like Marshawn Lattimore, the aforementioned Beanie Wells. We think this is going to be a great feature. Definitely check it out today. It is free. Going forward, it will be a premium feature. We appreciate Mark stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Plus original docuseries returns. The last time I saw Max, he looked at us laughing, and then everything changed in a blink of an eye. My feeling as a detective is that he was murdered. Yahoo Entertainment calls it a spine-chilling docuseries showcasing real-life tragedies. What if it was your child who went missing? We need to know the truth. Never seen again. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.